Welcome back, everybody, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We're joined by Robert Philpot this week, which means we must be talking burgers. We are talking about burgers. We're right in the heat of the DFW.com burger battle. We're down to an Elite Eight. Robert, what are some of the biggest upsets so far? Well, I, I think one of the biggest is uh, Burger Bar, which is a tiny Cleburne joint that is uh, taking on a former um, former Reader's Bracket winner, uh, M&O Station. And um, this was a very close battle, and I'm, I wasn't involved in the judging of this battle, but um, I'm a big fan of M&O. I, uh, Burger Bar is one of the few places on this list I have never been to. Uh, and as I understand, only about six people fit in there at one time, so uh, maybe I'd better, better be careful to choose when I go. An outlier, Cleburne, is uh, advancing into, and they will face the 2013 champion Rodeo Goat in the finale in the Bacon region. This is truly a David and Goliath, right, bud? Well, well set the stage. So it's Rodeo Goat and Rodeo Goat and Burger, Burger Bar, Bar in, the, in the finale for the— w- champion of the bacon region of course we we have 32 total burger joints have been fighting it out over a, the first couple of weeks we've got four regions bacon pickle mustard and ketchup of course like everybody else does right <laughs> and uh right now there we're down to the elite eight and that in the bacon region it's rodeo goat the number one seed and former champion from 2013 will be facing the number seven seed Burger Bar from Cleburne. Did you ever see this coming? I think a seven, number seven seed is going to have a tough time, and uh, I'm I'm not the one judging that one. But uh, oh you know, no, everybody's I, I, disavowing I, their but, judges. But I, <laughs> but I do, but I do have a toll tag. So you know, whoever's judging that, I hope you have your toll tag paid up for the trip to Cleburne. Take the Chisholm Trail out to to Burger Bar. Uh, Burger Bar earlier uh, last year surprised everybody by winning a, a burger contest at the uh, AT and T Stadium and. Uh, has kind of gotten on the on the map recently and, and maybe surprising some people. Rick, I know you want to go over the other three um, uh, regions. The, the thing that I keep hearing over and over is just the onslaught of people. How many people are going to all these restaurants to for the readers' division and, and the, you know, people saying, I went to my favorite burger place and it was packed. Must be that burger battle, you know, and, and the, 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 there's just this uh, tremendous burger consumption up everywhere. A former, a former Star-Telegram reporter posted on his Facebook page yesterday, he was in and he didn't mention the place, but he said it was jammed. And he said, why are you so packed? And they just said burger battle. <laughs> because if it's summer, it must be burger battle time, right? That's right. And we're uh, very glad to hear that. And as we said, you know, these are just the 32 best that we came across there are more than that but so certainly tell us if you think we've missed somebody um i've been surprised at the overall quality i mean occasionally you get kind of a dud burger that that maybe snuck in so far i I think i've eaten about 10 or 12 burgers already so far in the judging and i haven't really had a bad one yet yeah the burgers have been really high quality this year yeah i mean there's eight seeds and one seeds and we've we've seeded them but Really, the eight seeds have stepped up their game, and the one seed's got to watch their backs. Yeah, there were some really close battles. You know, and, you- and to show that, there really is only one one seed left. And let's talk about these other regions. What happened in the ketchup region, Chop House. Arlington uh, Chop House. Arlington Chop House, one of the finalists uh, two times in a row, gets knocked out by number five. Salsa Fuego. Salsa Fuego, a, a Mexican restaurant that has a uh, fairly extensive burger menu. Um, mm-hmm. Known for its Fuego burger, which is a green chili cheeseburger with uh, 
uh, a ring of cheese around it that always reminds me of um, Saturn. Um, but what really um, impressed us it was the uh, Big Tex Burger, which is just a giant um, bacon cheeseburger, double meat, double cheese, um, bacon coming out like tentacles. I think uh, Steve was going to eat the picture. When we <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of look like no, a, an no, octopus with bacon legs on it. It was pretty awesome. I definitely want to try that. I definitely want to <laughs> and, try that. And it's about but, as ultimate cheeseburger as a, as a cheeseburger gets. The only vegetable on it, I think, was grilled onions. And they were small. We were very much into the bacon, into the patties. Okay, so that Salsa Fuego will go up against. Salsa Fuego will face another surprise winner, number seven seed, Nikki D's. Oh, Nikki D's, the Crowley favorite that's always gotten, you know, mail and email. I, Fifteen years ago we were getting emails saying, why don't you write more about Ro- Nikki D's? Robert's friend uh, Jody Dean from K-Love uh, chastised us a bit and said, you guys left out Nikki D's this time around. And, of course, we we – don't like it when celebrities give us a hard time, so we took him up on it and put him <laughs> back in. Favorite burger south of I-20. Well, and you, you guess gotta, what? Jody Dean was right because so far Nikki D's has advanced in yeah. the two past two other higher-ranked uh, burger places, both Charlie's and Bronson Rock in the last round. So that's in that bracket. It's either Nikki D's or Salsa Fuego yeah. against Rodeo Goat or Burger Bar. So right, that, that's, that's so on that's, that half of the bracket. So that's, yeah. It's new all around. Whoever makes it is is a new burger place for us. Well, well, Rodeo Goat will have something to say about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely from Salsa well, Fuego and Nikki D's, right. we'll definitely have a, a new um, yeah. Final Four competitor yeah, in there. Yeah, I was saying the ketchup region. Yeah, yeah, in the ketchup region, it will be either Salsa Fuego or Nikki D's, and mm-hmm. we'll, of course, reveal that in a little, little while on DFW.com. <laughs> so stay tuned in, but, of course, go – Try both places and let us know what you think. Now, in the mustard region, what I think may be the toughest region, we had a, a throwdown between Fred's and Thurber Mingus. Fred's was the number one seed. Thurber Mingus, the new place out on uh, White Settlement Road that you uh, that you won't find unless you GPS it in the old froggies. But, I uh, think you can find it. You, you just go to George's. you know where everything is. Go to George's and go around behind back. That's mm-hmm. all you Again, do. Again, George's? What's George's? Yeah, well, it's where the Greek grocery used to be, you know. That's, that's right. right. That's if right. you know where things used to yeah, be. The, yeah, the, the most common thing said in Dallas-Fort Worth, it's where blank used to be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's actually sunk down a little bit below the road level. But it's really a cool place. And... Uh, you know what? Both of these places served up excellent, excellent burgers. Fred's was on the money with its Diablo burger and also with its bacon mushroom Swiss. And uh, But Thurber Mingus was just a little more creative, right, Steve? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, not saying I judged it. <laughs> He's disavowing the judge. All right. I was in on this one. I will no, say sorry. I was in on this one. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, as much as I love Fred's, I was uh, – fascinated by the Thurber Mingus mm-hmm. burger and its combination of white cheddar, pimento, green chili. It, uh, for a, a divey-looking place, it was very chefy. I mean, they had a lot of homemade condiments that they were using that were very tasty. Well, Kobe Bauman, the chef there, he's from the San Angelo area, and he he's kind of inspired by the, the border food, West Texas food that he grew up with, um, you know, they do tacos there, too, but this isn't taco battle. We're after the burgers. Uh, you know, it's a shame that one of these burgers had to go out because I, I definitely think while Fred's may have had a, a little bit of a rough start in this burger battle, they definitely came around. And, um, you know, you might say maybe we're just sort of used to Fred's. Maybe we're taking it for granted. I hope that's not the case. But 
you know, these were both excellent, excellent burgers cooked perfect the way we asked for them. And uh, they both tasted like champions. And now they'll face, this was an interesting matchup of uh, Maple and Motor and Kincaid's, two very sort of uh, stubbornly old school burgers. And and Kincaid, and this was, uh, I I judged this one, and this was very close. Um, Kincaid's um, won basically on a, a bacon cheeseburger duel because there are uh, two things. They had better cheese. Uh, Maple and Motor had the best bacon I've had in this battle. And because their burger held together while the Maple and Motor one just fell apart. And uh, I feel like, and I think Rick feels like this too, something's happening at the Kincaid's on Camp Bowie because uh, we're, we're seeing better burgers than we've seen in previous battles. Yeah, we used to hear, and I'm sure, Bud, you've heard this too, is you know some complaints of, about... Oh, Kincaid's is overrated. It's living on its past glories. And I think maybe they heard those complaints because they definitely have uh, stepped up the quality of their meat. Uh, I think they're paying very close attention to what they're doing on the grill and the quality of their veggies. And, you know, now is is it a wildly creative um, hamburger? No, but not everybody wants that, right? What Kincaid's, you know, was rated... Uh, along with uh, Castles in Los Angeles, Kincaid's made its fame. was rated by one of the two top hamburgers in America by Life magazine <laughs> in the 1960s, uh, maybe 70s. I can't remember. It was the first big magazine piece on the best burgers uh, right. and that all other magazines have copied. So that's when Kincaid's made its fame. And, you know, now since then, they've improved the vegetables. They've improved uh, they now buy organic beef that's shipped in from an, from Colorado, and they've improved the bun. And yet, it still manages to seem like nothing changed. But yet, a, a, really, everything's been reengineered. Yeah, and and it really is kind of the best representative of that great old school burger. Now, Burger Bar also is very old school in its in its presentation, but I think that presents a great kind of matchup in the Elite Eight there uh, in the mustard region: Thurber Mingus versus Kincaid's. I mean, you can't get more polar opposites in terms. Yet they both really sort of honor that burger tradition. So um, that'll be an exciting one to watch. And finally, in the pickle region, I know you're all following along with your brackets. In the pickle region, out of Dallas and really far in Dallas, White White Rock Lake, good friend, took down Hop Dottie. I'm still not happy about this. <laughs> Hop Dottie, one of my favorite I know, burger no places. I have no idea how that <laughs> Oh, I love Hop Dottie. <laughs> we love Hop Dottie, but apparently <laughs> Hop Dottie had a bad day or an average day. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You have an average day in this burger bracket, and you're a goner, and that's what happened. And nobody in this room was a judge in that battle, but the judge who sent the pictures um, – the evidence is there for me. The good friend burger looks better than the hot yeah, dog. Yeah, it was. Did he freeze the the evidence? Do we? Can we bring it out and look at it? Is there any it's forensic evidence? Yeah, we need we need some proof on this. Well, Spe- speaking of eating pictures, yeah, the, the bacon did not look crispy in the picture. You know, it looked like it was undercooked on the uh, on the. Uh, uh, Hop Dottie burger. burger, yeah. So, well, you know, as you expand, uh, there's always the chance. You know, Hop Dottie now has three locations in the Dallas area, and as you expand, sometimes maybe you take your eye off the prize. Well, I think the the bigger point there is expanding the menu. I mean, Hop Dottie has yeah, that 50, too. Hop Dottie has like 15 burgers and uh, multiple combinations from there, and not every Hop Dottie burger is as perfect as the ones that we judged in the last burger battle. Yeah, because nothing's as perfect as the Magic Shroom burger. I still have <laughs> dreams about that. But good, Hop Dottie's out. Good friend is moving forward, and they will face in the pickle region a Dutch's. 
a Fort Worth favorite, a TCU mainstay. Some A place that's been overshadowed in the last few battles, but uh, seems to really be coming on strong this time. Yeah, it's a, um, our, our last Fort Worth versus Dallas battle this mm-hmm. time, and uh, it, it's performed very well in the first two rounds. Um, it took out um, Johnny B's in Southlake, um, and two places with very similar philosophies and even kind of similar burgers, except Dutch is a little more creative. Yeah, Dutch is, those were the first two places to have the Hawaiian bun, the sweet sourdough bun. Let's talk about that sweet sourdough bun. Do you like that bun, or is that, it that getting a little Hawaiian too bun? ubiquitous? Well, you know, we're, we're seeing it everywhere. IDC uses it. A lot of places use it. You can buy them in the grocery store now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. You know, you can't ride on just the bun. It needs to be a bigger burger like Dutch's has with more beef and more other ingredients. If you take a little burger and put it on a big doughy bun, you're going to wind up with just a big handful of dough. Now, Salsa Fuego serves that kind of bun as well, and, and I think they, they load it up. They do a good job there mixing the heat and the sweet there, and uh, like you mentioned, Dutch's I think does a good job. Uh, Chuitos, which lost in one of the earlier rounds, also serves that style. You know, what we're seeing though is that the buns are so much better this year. Oh yeah, there are more uh, custom buns. There's all the custom baked buns from Empire and from Dallas. There are... Uh, they're, ciabatta, they're not ciabatta buns, but there are, uh, I mean, they're just about everybody's got a, a fancy bun where there are very few Ms. Baird's buns left. Oh, yeah. Even in uh, in Fred's, we were there, and you could tell that they had a box of, of specially brought in buns, and they're definitely stepped, everybody has stepped up that part. We had uh, some amazing uh, vegetables <laughs> which is again not something that you necessarily think of when you think of a burger but if if we had a tomato at rodeo goat that oh. Steve and I were you know s- still kind of mooning over yeah. like uh, a well after we had had it we were calling it big red and we well, were, I have, gave it a nickname I have a have a photo of it and I'm I'm keeping that photo I believe well, you can see that photo on dfw.com and we we <laughs> had going to uh, sound a little creepy guys. It, it was a little creepy because well, it's going to get even worse here cuz uh, there were some pickles at Thurber Mingus that oh. uh, <laughs> that Steve uh, had to go excuse himself when he go and he had to go ask for extra pickles. Right, uh, those uh, homemade pickles. Homemade pickles. Yeah, they have yeah. a garden out back at Thurber Mingus, and they bring yeah. in the veggies, and you can taste that. Mm-hmm. That's something that I mean, we definitely didn't. Is the pickle was not on the burger, so it no, wasn't it was just part served of on the, the side. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't part of the judging. I saw Thurber Mingus early. Uh, they're very good, but their problem is going to be depth. Their menu doesn't have the depth mm-hmm. of some other restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's talk about that. Let's let's see if we can project who we think is going to kind of go forward here. You think maybe Thurber Mingus might be up against it against Kincaid's? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I just I don't I don't know which burger will be judged, but Thurber Mingus doesn't have the big menu. I mean, even Kincaid's has added a lot of options and mm-hmm. combinations now. That's true. And uh, you know, I mean, this this is shaping up as as rodeo goat against who knows who you know coming out of the other side but. well definitely rodeo goat i think is a prohibitive favorite over burger bar but you know what no one probably thought burger bar would beat off-site kitchen one of the sort of trendy burgers in dallas or mno so we wouldn't count them out i would say the most the elite eight matchup that i'm most interested in is the salsa fuego nikki d's because i've, I've actually had both those burgers so far in this battle and they were both really exciting uh burgers and i mean i don't know about you guys are you look is there any one that you're looking forward to well good friends and dutchess uh i have not had good friends burger i mean it's with white rock lake <laughs> you better, it's pretty uh, far away better get the gps out on that <laughs> uh, one, so uh, but if they 
beat Hopdotty. I'm really interested because I, mean, I really like Hopdotty. So. Bud and I uh, did Good Friend in 2013, and uh, fortunately the weather's getting a little cooler. The battle took uh, place a little later uh, this year than it has in past years. And um, we, we had to sit outside at Good Friend, and it was quite scorching. Um, so be prepared for that. I think it's going to look a little bit familiar with Rodeo Goat if they make it into the finals, but uh, you can't really uh, predict that, I don't think. It's too soon to tell. Now, in the reader's bracket, uh, Rodeo Goat is still hanging in there. But we have some, uh, some interesting advancers in the – Reader's bracket, both the uh, IDC Burger out in Alito, uh, put put on a very strong social media push to advance. Um, Fred's still hanging in there. Kincaid's um, still hanging in there. So people are voting. We, we've had more than forty thousand votes in the first couple of weeks, and uh, there are there are presidential candidates who could learn about campaigning from some of these. Uh, there's been some very serious campaigning and. Uh, a lot of voting, a lot of ballot stuffing, as uh, which isn't completely out of the realm of possibility. But we don't want any cheating. No cheating, please. <laughs> well, let me just put that out there. Um, and we're also doing um, this week the uh, the alternative burgers, um, and uh, our vegetarian column is doing her her favorite veggie burgers. Uh, there's no such thing as a veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> Her favorite black bean and and, uh, and soy patties and quinoa patties. You mean those other things between buns, right? right. Yeah, that's a sandwich. It's not a no, burger. That would be the kidding yourself burger. <laughs> right. There, of course, yeah. there are other places where I've asked about a veggie burger, and they've said things like, oh, I, we can put vegetables on a burger. <laughs> yeah, the, the most admirable effort is the, the Sonic in Keene, which, uh, which is a uh, Seventh-day Adventist, you know, prominent town, and they have a black bean sonic burger at the sonic and keen and you know making veggies fit a uh, fast food discipline is a, is a real admirable effort well you know it used to just be sort of uh turkey burgers was the one sort of popular burger that for people who didn't want to eat beef but now there's you know salmon burgers and tuna burgers and uh lamb and elk and we've tried all those things wasn't and there a shrimp burger we saw someplace there's a shrimp burger at bronson rock let me just put out that the the matchup between Bronson Rock and Nikki D's was so close, and so if you're looking for places to try beyond some of the places that you've already had, definitely give Bronson Rock a try. Especially at lunch. Especially at lunch, great deals. They have uh, half off the burgers during the week, and uh, you know I think you could get mm-hmm. two people could get out of there for burgers for less than fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. This was this was our big north south matchup because Bronson Rock is in uh, Keller. Near Golden Triangle Parkway on um, on three seven on, on, on Chicken Row yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> and uh, Nikki D's is down in Crowley so that was quite a drive. Nikki D's is a fun place. I mean, they, you know, when you put a tip in the jar, they ring the bell and everybody goes crazy. And the, the I mean, the bathrooms are outside. I could live without that. But um, how long did it take you to get from Keller to Crowley? Did you like borrow the News Eight helicopter for that? <laughs> no, I, was that an option? I, I didn't ask. But it 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 was a it was. Put it this way, it gave us plenty of time for our burgers from Nikki D's to, to, settle, down. to settle down. So we had a, a nice uh, – we were hungry again by the time we got to, to Bronson Rock. And, and gas was pretty cheap in Crowley, too. Right. You get another, it for almost $2 a gallon. Yeah, right? so that you know, if you're down there, fill up. That's right. Well, we'll be gassing up our cars to make the next round of the burger battle, and uh, we'll hope you'll stay tuned. We'll, we'll be announcing the final four pretty soon. And keep going out there, keep trying those burgers and letting letting us know what you think, right guys?
Yeah. We, we've had some interesting recommendations, and uh, people really uh, have a broad definition of what DFW is because we've told had people say, oh, you should have tried this place in Jacksboro, which is 60 well, now, miles from the But Hard's in Jacksboro is the oldest burger place within the realm of existence here. Hard's opened in like 1912. Road trip. I mean, <laughs> you know, Hard's, Hard's opened. I mean, it wasn't the first burger on the planet, but it opened about 10 <laughs> years about 10 years after hamburger stands started becoming popular, Herds opened. So well, it, that's, it's been around a long everybody's time. Everybody's got the best bur- – they found the best burger, and so the, we're happy to hear those discoveries, and uh, we're happy to be crowning a champion here in a couple of weeks. And we do like people's suggestions to let us know if they know a good burger place. That's right. We'll, we'll just keep eating. That's all. That's what we're going to have. All right. We'll see you next time. Once was a sweet thing here.